The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. We are so here for you today, and I really think today's show topic is going to hit home with a lot of folks, moms and dads, and maybe some kids if they're listening, about uh, how do you translate faith to your kids? And and I, I'm even hoping that folks who are not there, maybe they aren't following God very closely, will get something out of this show today. It's 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 a big deal. Um, if you're a mom who holds on to faith in God, but you're kind of worried about how do I get my children there, we're going to address that today because that is what the author that we're having on today was concerned about. Little Perk today, I'm going to have my son on, and he's going to talk about how I tried to translate faith to him and what I did wrong and what I did right. Um, I think I did some things right because he's somebody now that follows God, so that's a cool thing. Um, We're talking about Debbie Bailey. She's the author of a brand new book. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see it here on Facebook, Getting It to Stick, a parent's devotional to incorporate God's word into the life of your teen. You know, some of this stuff's going to apply to kids that are younger than teens, too, just so you know. Some of her tips could really apply about across the board. You know, once your kids can can read, it could apply almost across the board, so I want you to know that. And and Debbie is going to give you some of the tips that she came up with, and she has a step-by-step kind of plan in her book. All you have to do is open the book, and she does it almost all for you. You just have to do a couple of little things, but she does it almost all for you. So if you're a mom or a dad today who thinks, how in the world am I going to get my child to follow God? I think today's show is going to be a big help to you. And uh, my son will also give some personal stories about what we did. Okay, first of all, though, I just want to remind you, if you know somebody who's a struggling learner, or if you have a struggling learner, and you just think, I know they're smart, but uh, they don't learn like other kids do. That was the case for Brianna and Pamela. Brianna was a child who, who was plenty smart. She now has her master's degree, but could, didn't learn like other people. So her mom had to figure out the right way to get her there, and they've got amazing techniques. So if you need something like this, you can call Connect Education at this number, 303-680-5551, 680-5551, for a free phone consultation. And then uh, you can also find them at connecteducationco.com. Okay, Let's get to the meat of the show. Hope everybody's doing well today. Hope you're not too stressed out for Christmas. Do you know that they found out there's more satisfaction for people who focus on family and faith than for people who focus on consumption? <laughs> so just forget about the present thing for now and focus on family and faith and you'll be a lot happier this Christmas season. All right. So Debbie Bailey, the author of Getting It to Stick, a parent's devotional, she's on with us. She starts her book by saying something that really caught my eye and actually caught my heart because I think this is how a lot of parents feel. She basically says a lot of parents come to this place where they think my teenager is too busy, too distracted, too all about I just want to have fun to, to, to really want to pick up a Bible and sit down and have a nice little quiet Bible study lesson, look at scriptures and memorize. And Yeah, a lot of teenagers do not want any part of that. They want to get out the door and get to sports practice or go to their friend's house or whatever it is or be on their phone. And it takes a lot to get them to a place where they think, yeah, this is relevant for my life. So, so tell me, Debbie, where you came to that place where you thought, ah, I'm trying to give my son's Bible lessons. I'm trying to give them scripture. And they're just like, uh-huh. And then they're done. <laughs> They've got no more input. Tell me about yeah. that feeling and that realization. Uh, well, thank you, first of all, Jenny, for having me. Sure. Um, 
you know, my children started off by going to a Christian school, so they were fed the word, and uh, they knew scripture, and they learned scripture. And so then we all went to the public schools, and, um, you know, for me, church is wonderful, but it wasn't enough. And so I got to the point where, like you said, I would try to do a few devotionals, I would (laughs) do my best um, trying to talk about it, but I felt like they needed to see it every day. Every day, you know, because and we do, too. And so what I started to do is on my own, I would um, take a marker, not a permanent marker. (laughs) And I would start reading scripture. But, you know, for all of us, it's it's hard to understand sometimes. So I would kind of dumb it down, if you will. Uh I would um, take the word and, um, you know, write down how they could understand it. Kind and of then, cl- cliff notes version. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. put it on their mirror, not right in front, but somewhere they could just glance at it and um, kind of read it every day. But, of course, I would change it every week because then it becomes like wallpaper. You know, they yeah. they, they don't even notice it. Right. Yeah. So she, that, hence the front of her book has post-it notes on it yeah. um, because she figured out a simple, easy way to translate scripture so it wasn't, you know, five sentences long and say, this is this is the concept I want you to get. And it's going to be every day in your life, like trust in the Lord. And that's on their mirror every day because he is faithful or whatever it is. But it's a biblical concept that was on the mirror. Otis, my son, I want to bring him in for a second. Otis, when you started to get to a place where um, you school was uh, a place that fed you and you were smart and you, you were on the football field and you did all those things that, that kind of make you, and I don't really believe this, but kind of the king of everything, so you don't necessarily need God right now because you got a lot going on and um, you're being honored where you're at for your studies and for your athletics and so on. Um, when I would come at you with, hey, buddy, you know, let's, I, I've got a scripture today or let's read the Christmas story or can you, I'd be, I'd appreciate it if you read this uh, Bible lesson with me, be honest, you're 20 years old now, but when you were 15, 16 and I was doing that and you had other things you had to do, what was your response like in your heart when I would come at you with that stuff? Um, first of all, I think you did a pretty good job of when it was kind of me running the show for myself in high school and kind of figuring stuff out. You uh, reminded me it's because of him that all those things are happening. So it wasn't it wasn't just me doing these things on my own. You kind of did a good job of just saying, "Listen, you gotta you gotta keep your eyes on what is what is true and what has put you in this position." And then, uh, I mean, there were times where it, you'd come out with me a scripture and say, "We're gonna do a Bible study," and I'd kind of roll my eyes and say, uh, "This is terrible timing." <laughs> but um, it you never really forced it on me, and you never you never made it a task and a chore every single day you just you found ways uh like she's talking about to just get scripture into my life and in ways that i can understand it and that it's stuck yeah and and stick around for closer to the end of the show because i'm going to tell you what the outcome was um for otis in college because i think something really changed in, in a positive way but i want you to stick around and listen for that because otis will share that with us i do want to let you know uh, debbie's giving away a couple of books today which is really cool of getting it to stick and it's a, a chapter by chapter plan of how how to incorporate scripture and, and Bible lessons and, and God, frankly, in your child's life. And she lays it all out for you. Even like write you right on the sticky note. It's fantastic. I ask only that 
you, when you call, you give a small donation to one of our ministries. It can be our Forever Moms Prison Ministry or our Homeless Outreach, which is called Home Stretch Moms, or even just to keep the broadcast on the air. You can say that you would just like to give a donation to keep the broadcast on the air. And the minimum that we ask is just a $15 donation, and then you can win Debbie's book. The number, 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. I'd be honored if you'd call and make a donation and then get some help from Debbie with her book. Okay, so let's take it. You, you said you were concerned when you were talking to your teens that it was a chore. And that they, you, you said you'd be talking to your boys and you'd be like, okay, here's the lesson. And then afterwards you'd be like, so what do you think? And they'd be like, um, good. Yeah. And then they'd be done, right? They would, they would have had no more to say. Exactly. So you go step by step. And so I just want you to t- explain the structure to people of what you do. The st- you've sort of alluded to it already, but the structure. And then we're going to go through a couple things like anxiety, conflict, maybe sex. You have chapters on what God says about these things. Um, so we can go through those. But first, just what, what is the concept? What's the protocol that you laid out for people so that they can do this with their kids right um so that i i would take the word and like you like you said i'd put it on a sticky and then um i would have them you know they would look at it for about a week but then in the car i also underneath the scripture um that i put in the book i have conversation starters so that you could have um you could ask your children questions around the scripture you know Mm -hmm. and i think that helps um them think about um scripture i think that helps the you communicate with your child and and, and did you say in the car in the car because what yeah. a great time especially for boys right you know dr emerson Egerich says this thing that that guys would rather have shoulder to shoulder talk mm-hmm. than look you in the eye kinds exactly. of talk mm-hmm. so they're good with talking in the car yeah yeah very, yeah and it's a good time and and like your son said it's not like okay this is we're doing this now they don't they don't want to do it now or yeah you know yeah. so um so i would i would i have a few conversation starters and then under that it's called the secret ingredient which is prayer and so i have a prayer for um the parent or the the leader or whoever and then i have which i think is very important i have like a journal page and you can write your own prayer um and then you can write down what you're praying for and i think it's something um really special that you can give your kids one day and they can look back at how god was working in their lives yeah amen amen um so again we are giving away debbie's book today just a small donation to channel mom is all we ask 303-873-1935 Seven three one nine three five, and you can win Debbie's book and uh, just for a little donation we'd so appreciate it because you'd be helping moms in prison moms coming out of homelessness you'd be helping us stay on the air so we so appreciate that all right so let's take just one as an example um, which do you think is the best I mean I like anxiety because well I don't like anxiety but I have a lot of it in my life um, so a lot of teenagers are dealing with a lot of pressures yeah. I mean Otis was a three sport athlete and he was working to be you know the best in his class and so he was constantly doing that and then he had obligations to friends and he worked and all this other stuff so they have some you know anxiety provoking stuff going on in their teenage lives not to mention all the phone stuff all the stuff they're being bombarded from on their phones or with on their phones so so tell me like what did you do with the idea of anxiety how did you bring god's word over that issue into the child's life so what that chapter that chapter do you remember that chapter okay well what did you do well first of all i like what your son said because you you would um i'm sorry i forgot that's, that's quite all right. <laughs> he would say that you would you know give him a word and then you told him that the reason he is the person he is today is because of god and yeah. so that's important so um for example anxiety i went through the bible and i would look through scripture that had to do with it and um i would 
um, for example, the first one was, you know, the peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So then I took that and I, and for my children, I'd say, I will not let my heart be troubled or afraid. So they um, can grasp that, you know, for, for us, for me growing up, my yeah. circumstances were bigger than my God. Okay. Yeah. I want my God to be bigger than he is bigger than my circumstances. And I want that for my children. Right. And so, so I want to, she shows how she would write it on a post-it note and what she wrote on the post-it note or on the mirror was, I will not let my heart be troubled or afraid that simple. And I love that. She said, okay, so let's say you keep the good rule of keeping the phones out of the bedroom. So the first thing they see is not a mean text, but they have that post-it note right on their bedside table, which says, I will not let my heart be troubled or afraid every morning. There it is. Mm -hmm. So no matter what's on their in their heads, they can know that at least that's what God says about them. Whether they believe it that day or not, at least it's sitting there every day. And I love that you do that. So, and then you have a conversation starter. What is that? Well, on that one, one, um, it says, what sort of ways can God help you with a situation you may have with a friend? Um, Obviously, teens are having, you know, issues with friends sometimes. And um, the next one says, how can you trust God's word? Yeah, so. yeah. So it's a conversation starter, and then there's the prayer, which I loved, which I think I'll probably pray over my kids <laughs> in the next couple of days because it, it's it's a wonderful way to do things. We've only got about two minutes left in this segment, so I just want to um, quickly say. Otis, if you saw a post-it note when you woke up, and I used to do that. I used to write scripture and, and, and have like a picture of him next to it, like in his baseball uniform. Does What kind of impact does that have just sitting in your room every day? Oh, uh, well, I think you never can wake up and go wrong with getting a little scripture in your life. Yeah. I think it's it's never like, oh, wow, that's super negative experience I had. But uh, <laughs> I think the, the biggest thing for me more than uh, waking up to scripture was the blessing at the, at the end of the day before we went to bed that we did at, every night for as long as I can remember. That was, uh, to me, that was... We talked about you guys don't like uh, face-to-face like conversation, so the car is a very convenient way. And me, when I'm laying in my bed at night, and uh, you come and just give a little blessing over me, that's not me. Like I have nothing else going on. That's that's not inconvenient, and it's still a way for me to get scripture right before I go to sleep. So I thought that was a a big part of my. Uh, getting scripture involved in my life as a teenager. I don't pay him to say these things, folks. I really don't. And I was not a perfect mother, but thank you, Otis. You always make me want to cry on the air. Um, I do give a blessing to my kids every night. I still give one to my 16-year-old daughter. Sometimes I'll call my son at college and give him one. It's a way to say something about who God is, give them a scripture, and bless them at night. I do it every night. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for 
moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach for mothers through churches, speaking events, channel mom coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. You've been hearing from Riley Clemens. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I thought we'd play a little Christmas music for you. I also want to remind you about LifeCenterLittleton.org. Uh, LifeCenterLittleton.org. So much wonderful uh, stuff. Is that a good way to say it? Offerings that they have for families. You can go there and get a degree, help with getting a degree, a GED. You can go there and get English and Spanish lessons. Uh, they've got a food bank. They've got shelter, uh, legal advice. I mean, so much good stuff. If you're a family who's struggling just a little bit or you know a family who's struggling, please send them to LifeCenterLittleton.org. They even have a mental health uh, support group. We had some of those folks on the show. So if you're, that's something you might need, you can also reach out to them for that. Okay, we do have the author of Getting It to Stick, A Parent's Devotional to Incorporate God's Word into the Life of Your Teen. Her name is Debbie Bailey. And she, she, she got honest with herself and said, you know what? So many kids in the modern era with their phones and their social media and their school and their athletics, it's just really hard to say, hey, let's talk about God now. And so she came up with a step-by-step plan for how you can incorporate this into your child's life. Now, uh, we are giving away the book today. We only ask that you give a small donation to our prison ministry, to our homeless uh, mom ministry, or to our broadcast ministry. We would love it if you would just call and give a small donation, and you can win Debbie's book by doing so. 303-873-1935. 303-873-1935. Okay, we only have a couple of minutes in this segment. It's not a long segment. But um, I do want to get to maybe one other topic, so you show folks how you incorporated that into your child's life. She covers like the big stuff too like sex so so what I mean it's so hard to sit down with your 16 year old child and say guess what we're going to talk about how you're not supposed to have sex <laughs> um, th- you know that's that's kind of a big deal how did you gently incorporate that from God's word into your child's life do, you, do we need to open that to that chapter I don't even mm-hmm. remember which chapter it is but she, she also dealt with conflict um, she deals with all kinds of topics I'm trying to go to the to the uh, table of context are you at the one yeah. about okay so tell folks how I just want to tell everybody the other topics you cover love loneliness blessings faith bitterness and forgiveness uncertainty about the future that's a big one for teenagers your worth healing all kinds of fabulous speaking life all kinds of wonderful things so what did you do with the topic of sex when it came to incorporating what god says about that with your teenagers well first for me i started talking about it when they were young so it it was comfortable um when we got older um but you know, the the big line is everyone's doing it. So um, I went into the Word and just found scripture that, you know, would kind of help guide them. I mean, I, I, you know, we all did what we did when we were teens. So yeah, yeah. all I can do is show them the Word and, you know, have the Holy Spirit work on them, you know, and kind of guide them in what direction they want to go to. And I also shared consequences and, you know, and... So what post-it did you choose? What little phrase did you choose? It's on page 51, I think. What little phrase did you choose when it came to what God says about sex in the Bible? Um, Well, one of the first... For the first week, I, I chose, I need to pray so that I will not be led into temptation. God is my stronghold. And so if they... You know, uh, I just want them to know that he is there and, you know, there's ways out of it. 
for me, I always want my children prepared. Okay, you're going into a situation. Where's your out? You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but if they believe, you know, and as the weeks go on, I, I, um, you, yes, I, I kind of guide them into knowing they're weeks. important. Yeah, you when you break into <laughs> yeah. their this into weeks. Yeah. So you take a topic and then you break it into what four or five weeks? Four. Four yeah. weeks. Um, tell me about the know they're important thing. What do you mean by that? Um. Well, they're valuable, you know. Yeah. I, I don't want kids to just feel, um, you know, oh, I'm not special. So, you know, but, oh, Doesn't I matter. am so valuable and, you know, I'm worth waiting for, you know. And yeah. so we scripture gets into that as well. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and you do that with all of these where mm-hmm. you just um, try to allow the teenager to be reminded of who they were created exactly. to be. Exactly. Which is, which is a huge deal. Um, okay. So, Otis, can you talk about how... What I did and, and, and what we did as a family when you were in your teen years and, and bringing you sometimes to church and um, you didn't really do the youth group thing. And um, I gave you blessings almost every night and I'd incorporate scripture into that and what God says about you into that and your personal stuff into that. And it would be a blessing every night. And believe it or not, he would ask for it. He'd say, hey, mom, come give me my blessing, <laughs> which is so cool at age 17 it. that they're asking mm-hmm. for that. Otis, you did have moments where you thought, okay, I'm not sure how this is relevant to my life. I'm doing all this other stuff. I don't know how to incorporate God into this. But now that you're in college, I've watched a metamorphosis where, where you're locked in. And, and it doesn't mean you're perfect or that I was the perfect teacher, but you are locked in. And so can you talk about how that became your faith and not just mom's faith? Uh, I think kind of the grassroots of my faith started with kind of how you introduced me to it. So we weren't, I wouldn't say we were a typical family in that you didn't, we didn't sit down and read these four scriptures and then talk about what those four scriptures meant. Uh, We're a storytelling family. So you, you'd take stories in your life or you'd say this event happened today and this is how I see God in that. And this is how that aligns with the scripture. So it was kind of, it wasn't kind of your typical biblical education. It was more of uh, you applying God's word to real-life scenarios. Mm -hmm. And uh, going to college for the first time on my own, that turned into I uh, I had to find a faith that was mine and not our family's anymore because now I'm here in the real world by myself. And uh, believe it or not, I think it... It just kind of blossoms on its own when you when you kind of have your back against the grindstone. I'm uh, 20 hours away from everything I've ever known, and uh, you feel alone. And that's kind of where you that's where I found uh, that I'm never alone. And that's that's what kind of blossomed my faith. And it's again not perfect, but it, it, I think it grows every day. Because mm-hmm. you felt literally like a need for God. Because you were on your own. Okay. Because he, he called me and said, now, mind you, he had three Bibles at home that I'd bought him, but he didn't bring them to college with him. So he went to a thrift store and bought a Bible because he was like, I, this is it. I need to be, I need, I need this. Yeah. And so he started reading the Bible and I was shocked. And by the way, when he was just telling all that story, I had, I was glad he finished up in a long way because I was about to cry and uh-huh. I wasn't crying on the air. Um, last words for moms, because we don't, we don't have that much time in this segment. I do want you to know, you can get this book, a small donation to Channel Mom. Just call us at 303-873-1935. You can get Debbie's book with a step-by-step plan for how you can incorporate God into your child's life. I'd love it if you'd call 303-873-1935. So based on what Otis just said and, and what you're trying to do with these lessons, where you take a scripture, but you encapsulate it into something that's translatable into their lives, and you write it on the mirror, or you write it on a post-it note, and then you kind of have a few conversation starters throughout the week to kind of keep it front of mind. Anything that you want to add in terms of parents out there that are just like, I don't, I don't, I'm struggling 
humbling. My child has said, I do not believe in God, or I, I can't stand what a hypocrite you are when it comes to God, and you say one thing and you do another, or, or their child has just walked away and maybe isn't even speaking to them about God. What, what encouragement that you have to offer? Well, prayer is extremely important. I mean, I, I believe the word is truth. So if you, you know, if you're saying, you know, Lord, thank you that my Lord, my kids will come to know you, they will, <laughs> you know, yeah. they might go through some struggles. They might go through the journey um, without him for a while, but they will come to know him. And yeah. so you keep praying and you keep believing and you keep having your kids speak it. You speak it into their lives. Yeah. You have five children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and would you say, are there any that you struggle with or are they all sort of all? on the path? Oh, Oh no, they're they're on their own path, and they're they're learning. And you know, a few of them are in youth group right now, and some of them are, you know, they've been in the Word, of course, with me, and then now they're on their own journey. And so I'm still praying. And like I said, in there, there's a a journal, and they they. They, they'll come to him. I mean, I, yeah. I truly believe that. And they're yeah. great kids. They're yeah. amazing kids. And yeah. so yeah. I've been very blessed. Yeah, we all think our kids <laughs> are great amazing. I also want to say hello to Kobe, who's in the studio with my son today. So, hey, Kobe. Um, he can't hear him. And thank you to Kelly. I want to let you know. Thank you, Debbie. And, you. again, if you want to get her book, 303-873-1935. Would love it if you'd call. It's a wonderful book. It's a help to me. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to take a little time off and play the best of Channel Mom. So I'd love to hear from you on Facebook or you can email us at channelmom at gmail and let us know what some of the shows are that you like the most. You'd like to hear them again, some of our guests that you've enjoyed. You know, we've got Sheila Walsh and Dr. Emerson Egerich and uh, people that were real help over the years. We could maybe replay Debbie's. <laughs> um, so let us know what you would like to hear. And uh, please remember that we are out there helping moms. The, the world will not lift up the roles of motherhood and fatherhood uh, in the public eye nearly as much as all the other stuff. So remember, that's what we do. And we help moms everywhere, churches, homeless shelters, prisons, wherever we can find them, we're there to lift up motherhood. So you can find us at channelmom.com and you can help us by donating to us there as well. Thank you, Otis, my sweet mm -hmm. son, and Debbie, thanks for being on the show. God Thank bless you. you, moms. Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.